Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready here. He's taken another one and another, and Howard Foster has stopped it. Wow, that is going to be controversial. That's a crunching right hand, and that must finish it. It must finish it. Taylor trying to catch himself, using his jab. He's a right hand, another right hand, and he goes down. Oh, my goodness. The dream is made real. Ricky Hatton rocks the world with a truly stunning win over a modern legend. He is the champion of the world. Yes, 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 it's Raps on TV. We're back again. Uh, back to discuss a big weekend of boxing, some high-tech, high-level fights on show for us. Um, definitely looking forward to kicking into a busy agenda. Um, I'm going to let Nam talk about the guests that we've got in the studio with us. Um, but we saw, uh, number one, um, I think we could say uh, a great fight, in my opinion, Lomachenko stopping Linares um, in the 10th round to become a WBA light world champion, lightweight world champion and win another belt in another division. Um, also going to move to Saddam Ali, um, and his loss in devastating fashion to the unknown Jamie Manguir to lose his WBA strap, uh, WBO strap. Um, and uh, yeah, definitely looking forward to getting into that. Inam, bonjour, guten tag. Bonjour, guten tag. Thanks everyone again for joining Raps on TV. Uh, we're going to just cover off the rest of the boxing from, from uh, that's coming up this weekend, including Selby v. Warrington. Uh, we're hoping uh, we have Tony Borg joining us in today to answer some of the questions that we have regarding that fight. And we're also going to be talking about Adonis Stevenson versus Badu Jack for Adonis' £175 WBC World Championship. Um, and, so, and, to, and we also got in the studio today, Raps on TV, Illumini, <laughs> Resident Caller, Daniel Appiah. And also woof, we woof. have woof 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 woof. <laughs> and also we have got Boxing Legions Group's highly controversial Philip Butt like to give that. us his views on Lomachenko and Linares and anything else the boxing world has to talk about. Bit, bit of controversy, you love that. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget to call in guys on 01506-243-403 if you want to join the conversation. Definitely, guys. So listen, we've got like as as Inam said, Tony Borg joining us in about half an hour. But for now we're gonna dive into the fights. Um definitely I think there's only one way to describe um Last week, in terms of the fight week, it was being billed as a great fight. Two highly respected opponents, uh, Jorge Lenanes versus Lomachenko, the man they call high tech. Um, for the first time, I think it was probably fair to say it was quite split in terms of uh, a fight Lomachenko was involved in where people didn't believe he was going to win. And quite a few people, including my host in there, Pick Lenares. Myself, I got it right. As I said, Lomachenko will stop him. Um, but guys, diving straight in... Um, I'm gonna go, let me start with Phil. Phil, what did you think of the uh, Lom- Linares versus Lomachenko fight? Uh, I picked Lomachenko from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I felt Linares has been knocked out three times before. He's been knocked out at featherweight. He's been knocked out at junior lightweight. He's been knocked out at lightweight. His skills are good when he was at his peak. I saw him struggle with Kevin Mitchell. I saw him struggle with Anthony Crawler, who I quite like actually. And I saw him struggle with Luke Campbell, who literally, Luke Campbell is just an amateur in a pro game. And uh, nice guy, but you know, nice people don't cut it all the time. So I had a feeling that, not had a feeling, I just knew from the skill sets available, Lomachenko was light years ahead of him. And I was quite surprised it went 10 rounds actually. So I had it down for mid round stoppage, feel him out, then take him out. Okay, okay, okay. Daniel? Well, it was a cracking fight. Uh, 
I picked Linares. I like Linares. I think he's a great fighter. Mm-hmm. Um, like the man next to me said, I mean, yeah, he struggled against, was it Luke Campbell in his last fight? Mm-hmm. But against Corolla, I thought he was a masterclass. Mm-hmm. And, um, but yeah, it was the right result. Um, Lomachenko um, proved what a champion he is. Three different weights now, is it? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, to come off the cap, well, got knocked down, got knocked down in the sixth round, and then to show the strength of character to win, yeah, brilliant. Yeah. So yeah, it was a cracking fight. Yeah, fantastic. So Lomachenko has had twelve fights. Yeah. Of those twelve fights. 11 fights have been world title fights, never been seen or done before in history. Mm-hmm. He's now got the record for winning uh, world titles in three weight divisions in the quickest manner possible. Next person on the line is Oscar De La Hoya with 22 fights. Are we seeing something special here, guys? Is, is Lomachenko now pound for pound number one? In my opinion, and I was okay, so me, I would say no. I think, are we seeing something special? Yes, to your first question. Um, but is he pound for pound? In my opinion, no. Um, people will say, well, who who, who, have you, who who would you pick? I think at the moment, I think he's still up for grabs. Um, I think if you're going to look at Crawford, who's personally been my number one last year alongside Andre Ward, if you're going to look at the fact that uh, Crawford is also stepping up in weight and facing a champion, um, and if he does beat Horn, to me, that easily makes him the pound for pound number one. So I think if you want to say pound for pound is a vote we do every month, then okay. But I don't look at pound for pound like that. I see pound for pound as a yearly thing. Yeah. You look at the achievements and then you say, right, list go down the list. And the list for me is always opponents, is always belts on the line. And I respect unification more than necessarily moving up in weight because you can move up in weight and face a weaker champion. But to beat everybody that has the belts, I mean, we're talking Thanos shit right now. You know what I mean? You've got to collect all the jewels. So that's my opinion. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I, quite, I absolutely agree with that. I have budded as an more. He cleaned out his division and that's what you've got to do to be the champion. You've got to clean out your division, basically. Yeah. You can't because there's four, four belts and you call yourself uh, the world champion. You get all of them, basically. You can get the I, the w, IBF, WBA, WBC, uh, I, IBO even now and call mm. yourself a world champion. You're not. Fair, You're a yeah. belt holder. Yeah. That's what you are, basically. You've mm. got to be, to be the man. You've got to beat the man. Mm. And that's what... Which like, Lomachenko, did, Lomachenko did is the world champion at lightweight, irrespective if I think Garcia is the better fighter. If I, irrespective mm. if I think Garcia would beat him. Mm. Lomachenko beat the recognized world champion exactly. at so he has lightweight. Beat the man. Yeah. Yeah. So therefore, he is... The world champion mm. at that particular way. Whether or not I have issues with him, I don't have no issues with him. Mm. He's a superb boxer. Yeah. But the hype around the guy. Okay. I'll be blunt. If he yeah. was a black guy, you ain't going to get that hype. Okay. Simple as that. Roy Jones never got that type of hype this boy was getting. This yeah. boy is getting now. Okay. You get white boys saying this is the best thing since sliced bread. You get mm. white boys saying this is the best person since ever. Not since anything, basically. Mm. Come on, please. Spare me this crap. Yeah. He's a good boxer. Yeah, don't get me wrong. He's yeah. a very, very good boxer. Mm. After 12 fights, saying he's the best ever because he's done it in such a... Sl- he had 400 amateur fights. Yeah. This World Series of Boxing is a semi-pro thing and it preps you right for the pros. And I mean, I will say this. I had... And sorry to interrupt. I will say I always kind of question how long he stayed in the amateurs. Um, but I do think he is a very good fighter. I think you're right. There is a hype. Unfortunately, I think it's a lot to do with social media now as well. Yeah, it's true. I think social media allows us to consume so much so quickly that you're looking at guys and 
even after two wins, like look at Eubank against Groves. All of a sudden, Eubank knocked out uh, a kebab seller. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he's going to knock out Groves. Yeah. So easy. Yeah. Levels. The There's levels. Sport. So I think that's what it is more than it necessarily being a racer. But I do get where you're coming from because we see it with other fighters, in my opinion. Yeah. But and, uh, yeah, I think he's. I think he's a good fighter. I think he's. I think he's a good fighter, definitely. Um, would, yeah, you, he, would you would you say he's the best pound for pound fighter on the planet? Number one, number two. Do you think Crawford's better than him? It's a difficult one for me right now, but in his own right, he's a top fighter. Yeah, you know he's. You know. Yeah, he's my view is definitely my, a top fighter. My definitely. view is I I I think he's pound for pound number one. Yeah, and the reasons being is as follows, um, and I don't think. The hype is unsubstantiated now. You know, the guy has fought 12 fights, like I said. 11 of them fights have been world title fights, right? It's never been seen before in history. That's the first thing. Of those 12 fights, he has fought three or four world title top pound-for-pound fighters. Such as? Linares. Linares, in most people's pound-for-pound list, is in people's pound-for-pound list. Rigondo... Few years ago, recently, people say he's the pound for pound number one on the planet, and that's what I think, right? You know, Gary Russell Jr. A lot of people will say he's the he's the best um, super bantamweight on the planet. You know, he fought Gary Russell Jr. on his third fight, his third pro. That's his fight. best win. That's his best win. You for know, me. and of oh, yeah. course, he fought the Axe Man, Nicholas Walters. Now, come on, man, you tell me somebody else. Who's got a resume like that after 12 See, fights? But that's why I think we can't always just look at resume because for me, Lomachenko is always going to be in a special position. You could argue Joe Joyce now is also going to be in a special position. So if Joe Joyce, which is winning a British uh, Commonwealth title in four fights, and let's just say magically he wins a world title in under 10, 12 fights, would you say he's pound for pound? Nah. A lot of people believe he's is very look, skillful. So what I would say is, although the fights he's had, I would say for me, I wouldn't just take that resume as only being purely pound for pound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Um, okay, guys, um, who do you think he should fight next? I mean, he's moving up the rankings fast. He's moving up the ladder fast. You know, I can just think of one person or another person either move back down and fight Javonta Davis. And again, you know, he's finding the best of the best out there, the creme de la creme, or he fights uh, Mikey Garcia. You know, that shows the calibre of the guy, surely. You know, we've Mikey. You've got, to, you've got to look at his... It's the, May- it's, it's the Mayweather factor. This used to happen with Mayweather. Nah, yeah. Right? Who's going to fight next is not going to be Garcia. It's not going to be Mikey at all. Purely because top rank. You've got to look at Bob Arum in this. He wants to keep everything in house. So he's going to feed him Beltran. Okay. Why Which do you think sense. he's not going to fight Garcia? Well, Garcia is li- linked to fight um, Easter Junior race. Yeah. So yes, I that, would say that, that fight's actually been confirmed. Yeah. Been confirmed. And yeah. If they fight Lomachenko and the winner of Easter, Garcia, who I think would be Garcia, then it should be a unification fight to see who's the top dog in that division. But the worst thing about boxing is politics in boxing. Mm. And with Bob Arum in there, he's notorious for keeping everything in-house. Unless and Mikey... And Beltran has a WBO as well. Like, yeah. So... That's that's the other thing as well. So I think that's why they'll make the Beltran fight because it's an easy trial yeah. to win, and then whoever comes next. So okay. yeah, Dan, who should you fight? I, next? I would like to see him fight Garcia. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that'd be a, that'd be a cracking fight. Yeah. Um, can he beat Garcia? Do you think he can beat Garcia? He, he can, of course he can. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Of course he can. I mean, that's yeah. the thing when I look at Lomachenko. I think for me now, what it was, my, my criticism of him in his early days was I didn't feel for his ability he was really testing himself. Whereas I feel now. 
Okay, he has to fight bigger guys per se, but I think that's what he needs to be doing for me to give him the ultimate respect because he mastered his way in the amateurs for too long. He probably yeah. had a pure lightweight career in, the, in his amateurs. So now you need to step up. Um, I mean, we'll never see a Crawford fight, but you fight a Garcia, um, you take on Beltre. And I think the good thing for him is that he isn't afraid uh, to show. And I think, I mean, what I want to ask you guys is, do you think it's going to be easier for him to now make fights that he's been knocked down? Yeah. And we saw Linares. People get brave now because yeah. they, they think that he's been caught. It was a flash knockdown. He got caught square on. I mm. said on the board that he's cheating. That's just to get people going, basically. Anyone can get knocked down. Mm. Because when... If you get caught right, you're gonna go. You're gonna go. It's it's that simple. No yeah. matter if what, you know uh, boxing, then yeah. 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 If you get caught right, you're gonna go. And that's basically. the one reason, like you know, you get a lot of people not gonna go into it. You know that making comparisons with Mayfair and stuff like that. Yeah, there's no comparison. And, and all I would say is, look, you know, yeah. that's where it's overly hyped, yeah. right? It's way too much hype. And the reason I would say is this: number one, you know, you never see Mayfair get caught with a flash knockdown no, like that. Never seen number get one. Caught. Number yeah, two, exactly. yeah, Mayfair's yeah. never gone down. Exactly. And yeah. number three, you're never going to see Mayfair get caught with a three, four, five, six combination. No, like never. You, you're lucky fight, to catch him once. You know? and that's like, You so, want to see the Matrix. Look at Mayweather, basically. But they call this boy the high-tech Matrix, whatever it is. Because yeah. well, I'm not going to go into what I said so earlier. So guys, we see the is. lines are busy tonight. So, Kojo, let's, yeah, let's, let's get some callers in. All right. Uh, uh, the mouse Alright guys Gonna go out to 860 860 Floor is yours Don't be shy Don't be, don't be scared Hello Hello, Hello. Hey, Is that Paul? Oh How are you doing? Not too bad Not too bad yourself? Yeah yeah good Just that way Nice nice What's on your mind mate? <laughs> hey Just a bit about The Lomachenko thing Like I'll rate him at the moment, pound for pound, number one. But I think if Crawford goes on to beat Spence or Fairman in that division, I think he goes back to pound for pound, number one. And the only person that I could see that Lomachenko could maybe beat to take the spot back is Mikey Garcia. But I think Mikey Garcia beat him. He's uh, just, just a more solid, tougher man than uh, Linares is. And he, he matches... He, he can do anything Linares can do and hit harder as well. Paul. And he's, he's proved that by going up to 140 and hurting, hurting men at 140 who, who, don't, who don't normally get hurt. Paul, with only 12 fights, yeah. does Lemachenko right now have a better resume than Terence Crawford? It's hard because he, he, does pull, he does pull a lot of people up and wait though. Like, I know Rigondeaux, the... Yeah. how good Rigondeaux was and I was picking Rigondeaux myself he did pull him up to weight classes Mariaga pulled him up to weight class Nicholas Walters never fought at a weight before uh, that was his first time at the weight uh, he's done it on. he's done it to a few a few of them he's been taking them up in weight or oh, they've never had fights at a weight before and also to that point um, in my opinion and I think if you look at Crawford when he unified I think going into the Victor Postel fight, it was one on two and Postel was heavily rated because of the Matisse defeat. Then you had Indongo um, going into that fight and he stopped him. So again, although you would probably say Lomachenko has the better resume, if you look into the detail, you would say that Crawford's been more destructive in my opinion. Yeah. Um, even when he stopped guys like yeah. Burns, Gamboa, um, you've seen a different type, you've seen versatility in his approach as well. And he hasn't lost. Yeah. And the thing is, as well, I look at the Gamboa fight. Gamboa was highly rated beforehand. And yes. He made him look silly. Yeah, he made him look like a Cuban amateur. Yeah. So, um, all right, uh, 
Paul, anything else on your mind this weekend's fight, Selby Warrington? Yeah, I can't wait for this one. I, I, the face, the face off today just made me want to see Lee, Lee Selby punch his face in. To be honest, because Lee, Lee Selby was just acting nice, calm, cool, and you could see Josh Warrington is. Do you know when somebody stood there and they can't stay still, they're so fidgety because they're nervous, and he just had to start chatting shit, and then. He waxed Lee Selby's arm out the way and Lee Selby's still just staying calm and he just he just lost it, I think. Mm. He's still and I think he's, he's, he's over-reliant on that crowd yeah. helping him, yeah. I think. Yeah, you're right there, actually. i got Selby winning as well. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how Selby, let's say, handles it. But I think you're right. I haven't seen any of the details today but uh, from the press conference, but you can hear it in some of the like interviews. He speaks about the crowd. Selby's fans won't turn up because they're afraid of the crowd. How are you going to deal with the crowd? So, yeah, you're right. Paul. Oh, the He's... crowd ain't going to fight for him. Well, this is the thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Selby all day for me. Yeah. <laughs> so, listen, Paul, we're going to move hopefully, on. Hopefully, oh, sorry, it's another, hopefully it's another Stephen Smith one where he, he schools him a bit and then not Oh, well, you're harsh, man. <laughs> Paul, stay on the line, mate. We're going to go for another call, but, <laughs> but stay on the line. We've got other topics to talk about, so we might bring you back in. So speak to me, mate. Yeah, no problem. Cheers. All right, speak to him, Thanks. Cheers. Thanks. Uh, two six nine, two six nine, coming at you. I think that's big man Jason. What's going on? It is indeed. How are you guys? You all right? Well, good. Well, good. Yourself? How you doing, Jason? You're right. Good. Yeah. Got, yeah, good, thank you. Good, thank you. We've got a special guest. Hey, you got Daniel there? Yeah, yeah. we've got a special guest, How you guest, doing, mate. Jason? You all da- right? Daniel Appiah is in the studio. Yeah, I'm all right, thank you. I'm da- here. Nice, I'm here. nice, nice. Raps on TV. <laughs> <laughs> Dan's, got, Dan's got a question for you, Jason. So what do you think? Right. Of the, what you I've got thi- a question for him as well. Yeah, what do you think of the fight on um, Saturday between Lomachenko and Linares? Yeah, I, I, I thought it was really good. I mean, um... I've only watched a few of Lomachenko's fights and I haven't actually watched any of Linares. Um didn't really know about him. But um the fight itself I just found it very entertaining. Um but you know, that Linares guy he just looked like the bigger person, so I thought he was gonna perhaps try and bully him, but yeah, Lomachenko weren't really having it. Yeah. Are you backing him up? Yeah, I think again? I, he was backing him up. He's backing up the bigger guy. That takes some good footwork and skills to do that. Yeah, yeah but the one thing I think <clears throat> I've learned from this, right? You know, to beat Lomachenko, it's basically about timing, isn't it? Yeah, it's literally about timing. That's what Linares done. You know, yeah, Lomachenko was a bit, uh, bit weak. He wasn't concentrating, but he got caught. Cool, it's all about right. timing. You know, he's just doing these flashy it's combinations. Just, it's not just time. that. I think you've got the one thing. I always say the best weapon in boxing is two things: your footwork and your jab. Yeah. Once you get your jab going. That's why I think because for me I think you need to like the way Lomachenko moves he's very quick at just like being in front of you then popping to the side yeah. and he can let shots off and I think if you've got the jab going in front of him constantly it stops him yeah. and then you can bring in other shots um, invite he, him to the right yeah that's a, which which we saw obviously Linares do but yeah I think he's I suppose it's easier said than done though that's the thing yeah. and, and, and that's how I always feel any opponent like when they're preparing to fight Lomachenko I feel like that's going to be their toughest like yeah. Camp, yeah. Do you see what I mean in terms of tactics? So sorry, Jason. We're hijacking right. your call. Yeah, Jason, you said you had no. A that's fine. Ah, oh, yeah. Sorry, just um, off the topic quickly. Uh, what do you think about the? Um, it's a high possibility that Chris Eubank Jr. might be back in the tournament if um, 
George Groves won't be able to make it. You know, that's a great question. Yeah. What do you think about that? Do you know what, Jason? I'll be honest with you. Yeah, I think I think he should he should get the place. Listen, he had the balls to go in the tournament, right? All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Obviously, he won. He won in the first round, and then obviously semi final. He come up way, 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 way short. Got schooled. But um, yeah, I mean, Groves can't. If Groves can't make it, why not? Can't Chris Eubank go in? Why should they get someone from out there? What? Why should they? Why should someone else come into the tournament? Um, why not give yeah, Chris no, Eubank Junior the opportunity? He was in the tournament. He had the balls to go in the tournament. Um, yeah. Right, he got schooled. All right, then forget it. Move on, and hopefully, we'll see, if he does get back in, we'll see an improved performance from him. Hopefully. So can I say though, and and although it's true, why shouldn't Go on. He? I think for me the reason why he shouldn't, it's not even necessarily on performance or anything yeah. like that. I just think yeah. because it's a new concept. Yeah. I just think if you're gonna say to guys that well, if you get injured on the way in then you might, we're not going to wait for the final. We're not going to postpone the final. I feel like it's a bit of the wrong message. I think like as fans and as fighters, they've earned the right to get there. Um, like you said, just yeah. like Eubank stepped in, he showed the balls. Yeah. I think Groves obviously won all his fights. Yeah. Depending on, if they're saying, look, it's a year, then I think no. But I think we should maybe ask the, the, the WBS and say, well, when is Groves saying he's going to come back? Because yeah. if it's September, I yeah. think they should wait. Yeah, because, I, I think they should wait. Yeah. But you know, they're running out of patience. But, yeah, that's uh, it. I don't think they should wait, but, but it's a good fight. In regards, yeah. in, regards <laughs> to the, in regards to the tournament, though, I mean, I'm sure they must um, have booked like uh, venues in advance. So, I mean, ain't that going to mess up certain things if that's they have to push it, it back? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. that's yeah. probably what it and is. That's, that's, yeah. They that, spent a lot of money get, promoting the final and uh, they've got to have the final on a particular day. Yeah. You can't so. postpone the FA Cup because one player is injured. Yeah, fair <laughs> point, whatever. fair point. And it's yeah, different. Uh, different but, but I, I think, get I what think you it's, mean, it's a good matchup, though. Eubank and Smith. It's a good matchup. I mean, Smith has never been tested. And that's the thing. Eubank has been tested, has been found wanting at the top level, basically. So, And for me, and I and I, and I, I agree with you, and that's why I don't think Eubank, I think Groves is a test that we want to see, not Eubank. I, don't, I get what you mean. It, yeah. it probably makes a still entertaining fight, but Groves, for me, I've got a lot of questions around Smith, and there's a lot of hype yeah. around him. Yeah. Um, I mean, is Groves a test? Groves was schooling. <laughs> that's yeah. what I think. Mm. Groves has got one of the best jabs in boxing. I like that guy. He's got super I mean. jab. Yeah. The, the, the thing is, I, 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 I don't know. I personally can't see Groves going into the fight, though. I mean, if he's, if he's going in and he's, and he's injured with his shoulder, mm. and then he might lose the fight, and then he might actually... Loses title as well. Yeah, yeah. It's well, it's well, well built. So um, another thing as well is like the, with the actual um, um, competition itself, there's actually no belt holders in this competition now, apart from George Groves. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. So, that's good, you know, oh, that's true. Actually, yeah. the other champions didn't enter. It's only yeah, Groves they did, only Groves. Yeah, and and Eubank. So, yeah. So, <laughs> so Jason, out <laughs> of Eubank and Smith, who do you think who do you reckon would win that? I'm going for Callum Smith. I'm not falling for that again. Yeah, yeah, However, yeah. I, I, I would, I, I'm not going to lie, I would actually invest my money and watch that fight yeah. if it's on ITV pay-per-view. I thought he was going to say go to the fight. Man's just saying he's going to go and invest in pay-per-view. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 yeah, no, no. That is all true. Really <laughs> all right, Jason, we're going to move on, but, mate. Uh, uh, but, sorry, carry on. All right. Um, 
Yeah, no, I was, I was, I just wanted to listen to you guys talk about um, Badu Jack and Stevenson. So yes, yeah, um, so yeah, we're definitely going. We'll get back into that. If listen. we stay on, then we'll we'll come back yeah, to you. Okay. Well. All right, cool, man. Nice. All right, bless. All right, we're going to go out to two five one, two five one. I want to say it's below the belt, man, like Dwayne. Yo, yo, what's up, big man? How you doing, Codwell? Yeah, we're doing good, we're doing good. How you doing, sir? You well? Yeah, not too bad. you got a packed studio in there. And, um, um, Daniel? Yeah, Daniel's yeah, here yeah. as well. How you doing, and Dwayne? Guess you're okay? Yeah, yeah. And, and we've got Philip. You're a celebrity in your own right, Daniel. Yeah, yeah. How you doing? How you doing, Dwayne? Are you all right? Yeah, big up yeah, to you anyway. Bad, you picked you big me up before, so I'm just bigging you up still. You know what I mean? So, yeah, man. Yeah. Well done, well done. Bless yeah. up. So, D, D, what's on your mind? Yeah, the um the Lomachenko Linares thing and all the pound for pound talk that's come off the back of it really. Mm-hmm. I think Loma looked good, he done well, it was a good win, it was a good fight overall. But I think some some fans are getting a bit too excited because Linares, I mean he's a bit war torn. Um mm-hmm. plus he did drop him as well. I do respect I do respect Lomo for winning, but I wanna see him fight Mikey Garcia before everybody gets the champagne out, you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I will lie. I brought the champagne. I mean, okay, I'll question and I'll just ask you. But you didn't think the performance, at least in a like, in terms of how he was moving, his offense, how like he was sneakily bringing in that left hook to the sides of Linares and Linares had to keep the guard. I mean, you didn't see it as a two highly technici- technical fighters in there giving it their all. And you don't think that should, that deserves champagne? No, I think it was a brilliant, it was a brilliant win and it was a great fight to watch. Like, very entertaining, you know what I mean, from, from, from round one to the end. Mm. But I just mean, like, some, some of the things I've heard, like, Timothy Bradley saying he's the best boxer he's ever seen in his life. And uh, some of the comments I'm hearing, it's like, all right, calm down, man. Uh, okay. So, you know what? Sometimes <laughs> I have to say, you know what? Bear with me because I don't hear everything that gets said online. So, I only hear the pickets. So, yeah, okay. I definitely didn't hear that. And that's like, yeah, calm down. He's definitely not so, the best. Yeah, he's getting a bit carried away. I mean, he, even like, he just got knocked Pacquiao down. in his prime. Pacquiao, I think Pacquiao's rise was 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 epic. I mean, what eight eight yeah. um eight division divisions. world yeah. champion? Yeah. He was tucking in like all time greats. Yeah, that is that's the point. kind of thing where you know what I mean. The, yeah. the, the um the ratings are are understandable, but I just think we need to see more from Lomo before we start seeing he's the best boxer to ever lace up the glove the gloves. And that's why for me, I mean, bottom like like I said, for me. Um, I will always look at what Crawford's done um, in unifying the division um, and I'll rate him for it just as much as well with Triple G. I know he's had to kind of like really hunt for the belts, um, but at the same time, he's he's tried to get all the belts and fight all the champions. So for me, it's a massive, massive, massive thing. Um, what are you thinking about this yeah. weekend, Badu Jack Stevenson? You watching that one? I think, yeah, yeah, I'll be watching that one. I think Badu wins. And I think I said it on a call before, I'd kind of compare... The way Badu fights, kind of, it kind of reminds me of um, Joe Joyce, where he doesn't do anything fancy, he doesn't look extremely like special, but he gets the job done. That work, relentlessness, doing the basics right. So I expect Badu to win comfortably. Mm, nice, nice, nice. All right, anything else on your mind? Um, I wouldn't mind picking up on that point that Jason raised regarding. Um, Eubank Jr. getting the or potentially getting put into the final. Yeah, uh, we done an interview with Zach Parker. He's mm. um, a silent boxer, and he told us in the interview that he was actually going to be the stand-in for the final if if anybody didn't make it. Mm. Similar to the semis where they had the stand-in against Callum. Mm. So um, 
I thought that if they already had a structure, that's what they would go with. So I'm surprised that there's any deviation from that. Mm. That's the only thing I'm surprised about. Mm. Do you think um, it's more because of the name? I, if Eubank brings a, is a bigger draw. Yeah. I think it's I think it's that exactly. But if that's the case, then that's that's what it should have had. Do you know what I mean? I mm. think I think it's a bit. I don't want to get too much into the, the you know things. That not, it's not my business, but. I mean, for Zach to say on camera on the interview that he was basically going to be the standing, and then all of a sudden we're talking about Eubank, it sounds to me like someone's been misinformed. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I, th- I think, to be honest, mate, like, you know, I think if there's going to be a fire, it's got to be a big name coming into it. It's man. money. Like, yeah, That's it. I don't know who Zach Parker is, mate, you know, but. Uh, yeah, Eubank sells. Uh, look out for him. He's a good boxer, man. He's a hell of a boxer. Definitely. Yeah. Thank so listen, much, Dean, listen, Dee, thank you for calling in. We've got Tony Borg on the line, so we're going to go to him. So stay li- uh, locked in and obviously hear what he's got to say with that huge clash between uh, Lee Selby and Warrington. Yes, guys. So this weekend, we've got the massive all-British clash between Lee Selby and Warrington for Lee Selby's IBF belt. We had a contentious and fiery build-up to the fight again with this press conference today. Tony, thank you very much for taking time to call, uh, to call, call into the show. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, how's how was camp? How was camp? And how is Lee feeling with all this animosity from from Josh Warrington? How how you guys doing? Yeah, it doesn't affect him really. You know, Lee's a, a consummate pro. Um, he's always in the gym. He's in great shape. Um, the fact that um, the fight's being hyped up as usual um, doesn't affect him really. He's quite happy fighting in someone's backyard. He's you know he's been to America sparring uh, ten times. Um, He's not a fact, he's just looking forward to getting to work. Hey, 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 Tony, it's Kojo. Listen, thank, first of all, congratulations uh, on the nuptials. Um, I'm, I, you look like a very happy man now. Um, obviously, good luck this weekend. I'm sure camp's been intensive as usual. Um, I guess, listen, one of the key things we've seen, we're going to get into the ability, but there seems to be quite a lot of animosity coming from uh, Warrington's. What's the camp's opinion of that, number one? Um, and I guess... How do how does that affect your your game plan, if if at all? Um, well, Lee Lee only had one to do what Bonson to do. Um, Lee's got his own game plan, and um, it's a very very strong one. And we won't really be deviating from that. We're just going to let Bonson do what we want to do and picking up the pace um, as the fight progresses. We're not concerned really about um, you know Bonson's threats and outbursts. We're just going to. Got a job to do. Come here to do a job. Um, we get the job done. Tony uh, Warrington seems to be, you know, he seems to rely on his Leeds home support and the crowd quite a bit. Do, do you think Warrington is taking too much confidence from the crowd? Hello. Hey, Tony. Hello. Uh, yeah, yeah, I definitely think so, yeah. Yeah. When the bell goes, two of them in there, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what I it is. Yeah. I think that's what we're saying. So in terms of, um, you know, we, we know Selby's fought all, across, you know, overseas, UK. Um, I guess once this fight uh, is over and done with, um, what what should be next? I know it's hard to answer what will be next, um, but, you know, really, I guess, who, who, who are the opponents you guys would want to be facing you know, this this year again potentially, if not early next year. Yeah. The likelihood at the end of this year will be Charles Hampton, I imagine, over in Ireland. But obviously, there's also um, uh, Santa Cruz or Oscar Valdez out in America. So there's a you know a few options there once this fight's dealt with. Uh, obviously, they get this fight dealt with first. 
What's it like uh, working with Frank Warren as opposed to Eddie Hearn? I don't get involved in any of that. Yeah. I, I, I'm here to train these out. I'm not interested in uh, the politics that go behind the, the scenes. I'm not interested. That's down to his manager. Okay. So it's not, I'm not affected by it. Yeah, uh, it's Tony. yeah, Tony. Um, what do you think of uh, the home advantage uh, in Warrington's? Obviously, Warrington's playing up to that. You know, it's going to be hostile. Um, obviously, yeah. uh, in Lee's last fight, you know, as the fight wore on, his fitness was. He was well, he was, his fitness was. Well, he was struggling a little bit. You could see that a little bit. Warrington's going to be on him, isn't he? So, um, how are you preparing? Well, just bring the best of the, just bring the best of the league. Say that again. That's what he needs. He needs a real test. I mean, he was, he was in second gear his last two fights. Just going, you know, add the other second gear. All he right, needs so, the best of one. Uh, all right, so, best so he's going to be he's going to be firing on all cylinders on Saturday. Then he's going to be what? Sorry, he's going to be firing on all cylinders on Saturday. Is he? Yes, that's the plan. Yeah, yeah, he has to be. Because, don't get me wrong, technically, he's a better fighter. But, you know, Warrington's going to keep coming and coming and coming and coming and coming. So let's just hope he's, uh, he's ready for the he's battle. coming and coming and take it and take it. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. What a nice response there from Tony Ball, one of our favourite trainers. Um, you know, if, if, if he wins this fight, Tony, we're, we're expecting an all-British dust-up with Carl Franton. Um, how important is it for, for? I mean, it's obviously key for him to win the fight. How important is it for Lee's legacy to fight Carl Frampton and and beat Carl Frampton as well? Uh, it's not. It's not so much Carl Frampton. He just wants the big fights. I mean, this is the big fight, the stadium fight. Mm. Um, if the Carl Frampton man doesn't materialize, he'll go to the state and fight out there. So he just wants the big fights. It's not. It's not. Um, he's got no uh, big thing over Carl Frampton. If that one doesn't work out, then obviously um, you'll take the other options. And there's big options out there. As I said, with Santa Cruz and Oscar Valdez, for example. Uh, and and I guess, uh, obviously, we've got Santa Cruz and uh, Abner Murray's fight fighting next. Um, are those, uh, in, ter in terms of that fight, uh, who do you think will win that? Oh, well, no, it's close, but I think Santa Cruz is a more skillful boxer than... Um, Lee thinks so too, so I, I go with um, along with Leon. I wouldn't think Santa Cruz will do it again. Oh, good, good. And I guess in terms of the camp, um, what's 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 impressed you the most um, for, for, uh, in, about Lee's attitude or his performance-wise? What's the one thing that you've been like? Yeah, you, you know he's more than ready for something. Just the way he applies himself to uh, the, his job. He gets up in the morning. No, he doesn't think like, oh, I gotta go to the gym. Oh, Jed going to the gym. He can't wait to get to the morning, can't wait to get his gear on and get to the gym. And when he's in the gym, he works for the whole time he's there, walking, warming up to warming to cooling down. You know, he works, he's all after. He's in great shape. He's a very big guy to be doing nine stone. So obviously, he doesn't shoot on anything and um, does everything properly. I mean, the jab is a very key, important uh, uh, factor in any in any fighter's sort of arsenal. Um, looking at the the relative size difference um, and obviously the skill set of, of, of Selby um, I mean is that something as fans we should expect to see on Saturday night is that the jab will remain dominant yeah, definitely not just the first jab you know you're going to land the jab sit back make it miss and then come back with another jab or another right hand and 
got a bit of movement after that. You know, it's um, it's not as straightforward as a just a straightforward fight, is it? Yeah, leads very technical. You know, you know what, Tony? Um, we're looking for a masterclass on yep. Saturday night from Lee Selby. Yeah, so am I. That's that is what we're looking for. Um, and looking at the, get it. yeah, 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 we will get it. And looking at the two fighters, uh, we we should we should get it. You know, um, with Warrington steaming forward and just getting picked off. So um, yeah, good luck on Saturday. Anyway, mate, good luck. Yeah, cheers. Yeah, Tony, I just, I just want to reiterate that as well. You know, yourself and Lee, you know, Lee's probably one of our fa favourite fighters. You're probably one of our, the, probably our favourite trainer. Um, I just want to wish you good luck for this Saturday, mate. And I'm hoping it's going to be a complete, complete whitewash yeah. and give Warrington yeah. what he deserves. I think it'll be over by 10. All right, all right, perfect. Yeah, we've got one break. We've got one, one stoppage as well. So listen, all the best. Um, thank you for your time for calling in. Thanks. Cheers, thanks. Thanks very Cheers, much, thanks, Tony. Cheers, thanks. All right, guys, before we move on, um, let's, let's, let's focus on that fight. Um, Selby versus Warrington. Um, what's the thoughts? Warrington's got a very good engine, mm. but his skills compared to Selby are pretty basic. Yeah. Uh, the jab, again, is a key. Selby's a very, very good mover. One mm. thing that concerned me was, I was saying, was his last, was his last fight. He looked yeah. as though he was struggling, basically. Mm. Yeah. And... Uh, Maybe he needs motivation. Maybe he needed that extra zip, basically. And with thousands of Yorkshiremen screaming for his blood, I think mm. I think he's a bit like Eubank Senior. You know, he thrives on adversity. He thrives on people on his back mm. to bring out the best of him. I think you're going to see a masterclass from the guy on Saturday. Yeah. I really do. I hope so as well because I like the guy. I mean, I know, and his brother as well. His brother's special. Yeah, 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 like I think so as well. I think you know he's been struggling to get good fights. Yeah. He's been struggling to you know get. Can I just big say fights. because and and you're right with the struggling. But was the last fight when he lost his mother? Because if you remember, yeah, his yeah, mother passed yeah, away not too yeah, long before yeah, a fight. Yeah, so he, he probably plays a bit mm. as to why performance dipped from. from I think him. that was the fight before. Was it the fight before yeah, then? Okay, yeah. so I can't remember, but I just remember him losing his mother yeah. before a fight. So. Yeah. But um, but no, for me, I think um, I'm really looking forward to that fight. Uh, I think, you know, it's probably one of the few, like, proper English domestic dust-ups that you see and that I'm like, right, I'm looking forward to this. Welsh, Even, Welsh for English, mate. Yeah, well, exactly. Well, British, British then. then British, <laughs> exactly, yeah. British. Um, it's a British dust-up. British dust-up. Dust <laughs> um, and even Chamberlain, I, Ch Cody, you're still like, mm, for me, I think... Yeah, I just want to see how Selby deals with the crowd. I think, although that's a smaller part into his, how he can perform, I just think... Warrington is going to be on his chest yeah. and how he jabs and how he moves is going to be the most vital thing. So I mean, I saw one of Warrington's fights about a year and a half ago. I can't remember mm. who it was against. And he came with his come forward pressure style and he was just getting picked off. I can't remember who it was against. And he looked, it looked as though he was struggling. Mm. And uh, Warrington, one thing, not Warrington, uh, Selby, one thing I like about him is he's accurate. He knows how to put his punches together yes. and when to put his punches together. Exactly. His shot selection is yeah. very, very good. Yeah, cool guys. So yeah. again, this weekend we've got another serious, serious fight happening this weekend. One, another one of our all-time favourite fighters, Badu the Ripper Jack, mm. facing Adonis Superman Stevenson for the WBC 175 pound belt. Guys, tell us what's going to happen. Kojo, what's happening this weekend? Oh, mate, um, thanks for putting that on me. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I've been honest with you. I've, I don't want to rule out um, Badu Jack but Stevenson is a puncher um, That's the thing. and it's just hard because he hasn't really been active at a high level you don't know whether 
the youth of Badu Jack, and I said that in inverted commas because he's younger, but whether that can help him. Um, Badu Jack is strong, he's underrated, but he's also coming up. He's not a highly gifted fighter. He's not like uh, somebody you would enjoy watching, like, you know, like Andre Ward's, Selby's. He's, I don't see him in that level, in my opinion, but he's tough. He knows how to use the tools that he's been born with, and I just can't call... I, I, I'm going to say... I'm going to say Stevenson maybe stops him. I'm going to say maybe Stevenson stops him. What I like about Badu Jack, he does everything very well, but nothing mm. special. Yeah, yeah exactly. And uh, Stevenson has got something which is just dynamite in that left hand of his, basically. If it hits, you're gone. Yeah. If it hits anywhere close to your face, you're gone, basically. But will he do it? The guy's coming off to 40 now. This is it. This is where... That's the thing. And I think it's time to pass the torch. Mm. I'm and going, I think I'm that's going what's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm going I think Jack. I'm going to go with Jack. Jack on points. I think Jack's probably going to bully him. I think Jack's going to mm -hmm. be the stronger guy on the I night. I think Jack will stop mm. him, actually. You know, yeah, potentially. You know, he's going to be the stronger man on the night. Mm. You know, listen, we can't say he's not special, man. Like that fight here with, with uh, James DeGill. You know, to me, I think he fucked the girl. Yeah, you know, yeah, that was a wrong He won that no. fight. Yeah, he yeah, didn't win that. I think yeah. that was a draw, man. I think I nah, that man. A draw. I thought the girl, I thought Badu Jack won that fight. Yeah, you know, and I think he finished the girl for good. Yeah. So that guy does damage, and you know, at 175 pounds, I think it's going to be a proper monster. So you know what it is. Uh, so I have to say my counter attack. Why I feel Adonis might win, even though I'm like. For me, it's, it is just the power, um, and Badu Jack has been knocked out before, and he's been caught sloppily. So, in terms of being focused, we've seen that sometimes he can lose his focus. He did get knocked out by the girl quite early as well, mm -hmm. if you remember in that fight. Um, the Groves fight, I was there, I watched it, and although he won, it wasn't the most convincing. So, I just don't know. There's something about Stevenson's power, which we're saying, which I'm just, I can't rule it out. Um, the smart bet for me would be Badu Jack. But I just don't know. See, I think so I'm happy to get that one wrong if needed. For me, Badu Jack. Um, mm. I think uh, even though he's 34, he's got slight youth on his side. I think for me, Badu Jack. I think he'll stop Stevenson. Yeah. Um, yes, it's my prediction. Uh, Stevenson's chance if, if he gets if he comes out in the first three rounds with mean intentions, first three to five rounds. If he goes past that. Jack all day long. Yeah, that's it. it could be. If 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 if, if Bedu Jack beats Stevenson and beats him by stoppage, is there a strong case for him to move into the pound for pound rankings? No, nah, not really. I don't think so. Basically, uh, but the irony is that this is actually for the world title. Yeah, that's what it's, not, it's not for a belt. It's for the world because lineal title is what uh, Stevenson holds. Even mm. when Andre Ward, even though everyone knew Andre Ward was the best in the division, mm. the fact that Stevenson holds the but he's got a WBC. Genuine. I mean, lineal title okay, as well. The man who beat okay. the man who beat the man, yes. so on and so forth. Uh, right yeah, the way yeah, back yeah, to yeah. Jeffries, basically. He is the, he is the, he is the one. Everyone knew Andre Ward, Kovalev, Bivol. He, he beat Chad mm. Dawson to get the belt, right? He was Chad Dawson, not yeah. to mind, about 60 yeah. seconds or Busting so. Gone in 60 past, seconds. Yeah, yeah. 60 seconds, yeah. And uh, those Eastern European Russian guys, they're just animals at 175 yeah. division. I mean, they're yeah. killers. They're real killers, uh, basically. Artur is a murderer. Yeah. yeah. Well, you were talking about him, but you still got Bivol. Bivol's yeah, only had about a dozen fights as well. Where this guy's guy coming from? With his, you, his you still got no matter what, even though he lost the uh, war, we still got Kovalev. Yeah, he's still he's still a deadly puncher. So yeah, well, uh, I can't stand that guy. And you know what it is? And, yeah, no, I mean, yeah, yeah, no, I agree, but I'm on a boxing level, and that's yeah. you know what it is. Right? Can I, for me, I see Stevenson being able to hang with those guys more than Badu Jack. 
That, and he's, that got to, he's got to equalizer. That's you know, the thing. and that's the thing. But which in that, which they've all got power, but he's got the power to stun him, and he's a killer. Right, in that he sense. Was a bit washed up. The last fight he had, he just didn't look that's the, the thing, same, that, man. Plus, he's a, he's a lefty as well. Yeah, and that's that's trouble for anybody, basically. For anybody. So I, I mean, mean, Jack struggles with lefties. We struggled with the girl until he sussed him out back so, into the fight and stuff. Because I think I had the girl. Mild, the girl was giving him a beating for the first five rounds. But the Gale has his attitude of just... He just drops his hand. He gets tired. Drops his hand. His guard is it's dead. A, and he's it's dead. as though he's, he's watching television or something yeah. like that. He's just not focused on the fight. Because yeah. the, the, the Gale has got some serious skills. When he yep. puts it all together, some of the moves he does, my God, man, the guy could be something special. But he does it for about 30 seconds and then lies on the ropes. Or six back rounds. And, yeah. and he just does it for six rounds and he'll be ahead, like you're saying, and he just allows guys to... Call. Even when you look at the Butte fight... He allowed him to claw back, claw back. And yes, he won, but you were like... And there's love trout or whatever that guy yeah, is called. Tracks. I mean, the guy should be tracks. like a fisherman, basically, from Wukum. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that? So listen, guys. Um, all right, so we've gone through the predictions. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm, I'm saying Stevenson. Um, let's go out to the lines quickly and see if anybody wants to give their point on that. I think it's Paul. Paul, hello. Hello, lads. How you doing, mate? Uh, you want to give us your, your point yeah. on uh, Stevenson versus Baddy Jack? I think if it goes early, I think uh, Adonis Stevenson, because Jack can be caught early, mm-hmm. and if Adonis Stevenson catches him, he's putting him out. But I think the younger, fitter, fresher man is Baddy Jack, and he, he, he has to boil down even and get a 175, so he's going to be massive in the ring. So I think... The longer it goes, the more it plays into Jack's, Jack's hand, and I think he he stops him there. Yeah, that's fair enough. All right, appreciate that, mate. We got that noted down. Stevenson says he wants to fight Bellew. I think maybe he's just looking for a cash out. Is it? Yeah, that doesn't sound good either. Three four eight, three four eight. That doesn't give me confidence. Three four eight. Hello. How you doing, Kojo? How you doing, the boys? Yes. How you doing, Tom? You Sorry, doing? mate. I've been meaning to get you. Um, how you doing? What's no, your mind? We'll give we'll give you a bit of air time. Yeah, what? Just take yeah, in terms of the uh, Badu Jack Stevenson fight, um, yeah, same sort of picture as what Paul's uh, described. I think early on, um, Badu Jack's got to be wary of Stevenson's power. But I think just um, if Jack's able to keep the, the fight at range, you know, use his natural size advantage um, and his jab, I think he might be able to, you know, stop uh, Stevenson from landing that um, overhand uh, right. And I think he might win on points, maybe late stoppage, but. I think it's more likely to uh, go the distance. Mm. Um, and what are your thoughts on uh, Lomachenko versus Lenaro, Linares from last weekend? Yeah, I think in terms of the uh, the pound-for-pound pound, uh, debate afterwards, um, I personally had uh, Lomachenko at number one for a while now, and I think this has just like cemented his position at the top. I think if you look at the... Um, 140 pound division with Crawford and the way he's um, you know cleaned out the division you can arguably say that he's the number one I just think that with um, Lomachenko uh, his resume in just 12 fights you know beating Rigondo um, and then beating Linares you know moving up to lightweight I think that's definitely um, cemented his position as number one so how about Garcia moving up to light welterweight he started off a featherweight as well Paul? Yeah, I think um, the Garcia fight could be a dangerous one. I think Garcia, obviously, his natural power and um, 
Lomachenko not having you know the experience of moving up another weight category. I respect him for moving up to uh, mm-hmm. lightweight to fight the Norris because I've always felt that at featherweight and super featherweight he'd clean up you know with fights against the likes of Bashel Bich- uh, uh, Davis and um, those are like the fights that I'd like to see him in um, you know to prove himself as the number one in those weight classes um, but I think it might be a step too far if he fights Garcia with um, the advantage of uh, power and size being in Garcia's favour and uh, uh, Tom Philip just said what about Garcia because Garcia moved up from uh, featherweight, various different super featherweight. Um, so I was like, would you saying, would you regard him as a pound for pound? Yeah, definitely. I'd put him in the uh, the top five. I'd have um, him up there with the likes of uh, Crawford. But then I think if you like the whole debate surrounding the pound for pound, you know, some fighters are not really given the credit they deserve and their position in the uh, the rankings. You got obviously someone like um, Sikrasset Surang Rusai, who's beaten you know pound for pound. Um, great in Chocolatito in his own right and then obviously beating Estrada um, mm. so it's, it's just like a matter of uh, opinion really and mm. kind of hard to judge whether really you know yeah. one fighter should be above another on the basis of whether they've dominated a weight class or whether they've you know consecutively moved up weight classes to beat you know marquee names mm. like and the way um, Lomachenko's gone about it yeah and it's actually it's a good point it makes you question it in as a whole because nobody would put Joshua on a pound for pound list would you well right? <laughs> I, I wouldn't, argue, I wouldn't. I would, but my, arguably why wouldn't you at the same point you see what I mean yeah. in terms of it, trying to unify so and in terms of 18 fights or 20 fights 19 knockouts but yeah um the other thing we're going to touch on um, is on the matchroom deal, uh, the one billion deal, super deal that Eddie Hearn proclaimed will change the future of boxing. Tom, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think it's a great concept. I think the way that uh, media and um, you know television is evolving nowadays, everything seems to be on a digital format, and you know having that digital media uh, platform to be able to you know show massive uh, fights. They're saying something like twelve. Stellar cards and then form massive um, global events on the uh, platform. I think it's great for boxing and uh, it definitely opens up the market in terms of more attention being uh, brought to digital forms of media as well. So it's um, yeah, well, it's a great well, concept for um, you well, know on the go being able to access the fights you know via a smartphone. I think it, from a business sense, it's a great concept. Yeah, I mean this is how I look at it. You know, you're in a used car lot you see a car you're thinking do I buy this do I not buy this and then fucking Eddie Hearn strolls towards you what's going to happen you're going to buy that car yes, right? well, let you're, me, definitely, right? you're definitely going to no, buy no, that let me, car let me put this way Eddie Hearn says there's going to be some monster he can sell his own shadow Eddie Hearn yeah, there's yeah. going to be some monster cards on there I'll, I'll, I won't hold my breath because that guy has he can sell prayer mats That's to whoever basically yeah. he can sell fridges to Eskimos he can sell the sand to Arabs yeah I mean the guy is I wouldn't trust him as far as I could throw him basically when he says things like that basically and the whole es- the whole episode when he got totally embarrassed about that 50 million dollar offer mm. they might made a complete ass of himself but he he's convinced a section of people 
that it was the Americans who were making a fool of themselves. I mean, come on. I mean, listen, said, to be honest, 50 million, I'll take the fight. Here's 50 million. Ah, oh, where's the, where's the, where's the uh, proof of funds? You're talking about Al Heyman here. Where's the proof of funds? I mean, You're, he's kind of retracted now. If you listen yeah, to Yeah, he Hearn, lied. Yeah, but I think for me, you've got to give Hearn his props. You know what? He's a no, I tell he's you a why, businessman. Because smart, he's so savvy. smart. Yeah. And he knows how to articulate himself. And like you said, you got two old clapped up cars and he's going to make you buy both of them and yeah. you don't even need it. And they got wheels. Drive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's going to do that. So you know what? Fair play to him. Yeah. Um, yeah on the but back I think of the whole concept of this thing, I call yeah. it Netflix unboxing. Basically, I, think, I think it's a good idea. I think it's a wicked idea. Yeah, I, I think, think it's, it's a good actually, idea. I'll give props where it's due. To be honest, I think he might have caused a big storm for himself because we're not going to have access to that platform in the UK. No, no, no. Uh, we're not the platform, but everything will be shown on Sky. Ex- yeah, but this is the Sky thing. sports, not but, box office. But not box office. But then the other sports, because the thing is, we're just looking at it from the boxing element. Yeah. Like they show hockey, so all types of stuff. So my point is, there's going to be a lot of sport fans that are going to be thinking, why am I paying for Sky Sports, which costs me probably like sometimes 60, 70 pound a month. Yeah, that's true. There's a platform now that's going to be showing a lot more fights, a lot more other types of sports. Let me look at that. So, I mean, can yeah, we get the zone here? Or is uh, it? No. It's, and it's weird because they're a British company as well. So, um, so Tom, listen, thank you for calling in, mate. Appreciate your time as always. Um, we're going to move yeah, to no the worries. last one. Cheers, yeah. thanks. We're going to move to the last one. Jason, I know you wanted to speak about Jack versus Stevenson. Hello. Hello. Yeah, it was Hello, going on. Yes, me? yes, you all right? Yeah, yeah, good, thank you. Good. What's your What's your thoughts? Um, well, I mean, first of all, I, I don't know too much, but I'm gonna go for uh, Badu Jack um, this Saturday, so I'm gonna watch the fight and see what happens yeah. on points. That's just a just a good guess, I believe. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, in regards to the uh, one billion deal. So, you know, I, I I I thought like I'm a Sky Sports subscriber. I thought I would have access to all of the 16 fights per year um, over in the US. Is, is, is that no? So you will, you will do. You, you will, will do. do. You yeah. will have access to the fights, but the other sort of programs that uh, Dazen will be showing, you will not have access to unless you do right. it from okay. a VPN stream. But yeah, essentially. So I think. Yeah, there'll be an additional fights that will come onto Sky Sports, which you will be able to get, yes. Yeah. Who would you guys like to see um, sign for Matchroom from the US? Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, mate. I mean, listen, <laughs> and I'll say this only because I want to go back. Deontay. Like, Lobachenko. When, when we you guys see <laughs> signed up so we can get this fight. When, when, when PBC started and Al Heyman was doing this thing, he was getting a whole bunch of criticism and I was like, I don't understand why, well, in fact, I know why, but I was like, it's totally unfounded. This guy's providing free boxing. Yeah. Everybody should lap it up. If you look at his roster now, and I said this to somebody, look at Sky Sports this year, the international fights they've shown, all PBC fighters, mm-hmm. all world title fights. So that shows you the format yeah. has been doing well. For me, I think he's going to easily work in partnership with them. And you can hear it again with Hearn. It's not necessarily the hype that he says. It's what he spe- says when he's quite calm. And he's already been saying, you know, Heyman's done this. And Heyman's uh, a really reputable man. Because he, there's an interview last night. And you, his tone with Heyman is totally different. Yeah, massive maximum respect because he needs for that. Yeah. Because he, he knows, he knows it. I mean, it's like when he was babbling on about that 50 million deal, he never said anything negative about Heyman. That's he, what he I was always, he was always criticizing. Finkel, Finkel, yeah. whoever. He was always saying that in Debella, but nothing... Not, yeah. Whenever they mention 
uh, Heyman, yeah. his attitude just changed, just switched. Yeah. Al, Al, Al Heyman is, is, is yeah. the Illuminati yeah. of boxing. Oh, yeah, precisely. So you to know. go to your point, Jason, and I'll let the guys, I think he should, in my opinion, he should sign whoever he can in the US to get us more fights to watch as boxing fans. You know, what's your right. yeah, yeah, in a nutshell, I'm, I'm, I would agree with that. Sorry, God. Yeah, in a yeah. nutshell, I would agree with that. He just needs to sign everyone. I'd like him if he can. I reckon he could probably sign, sign someone like Deontay Wilder if he wanted yeah. to, you know, and that way we get that massive... I don't think he could after. do, actually, anyway, because I don't think Deontay Wilder would want to play second fiddle you, to you, uh, you, the main man himself. You, you know, you know, one thing I found interesting, um, I mean, it's only been one show, mm. but the fact that uh, one of the Charlo brothers, Adrian Broner, Javante Davis, but basically showing up Sky Sports. Exactly. I'm sure yeah. they're normally on um, BT Sports. So you see something's happening on the pipeline. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and you're right, Jason. Because this all this that shows you that conversations have been taking place for a long time, and that's them getting the model in place. Look at Wilder this weekend. Baddy Jack Stevenson is on Sky Sports, PBC Fighters. Yeah, so it shows you that the partnership is there and it's beginning to build. So um, for me, I think it's it's a really good thing. I mean, in my opinion, um, this is something new, and I just hope as boxer fans we get behind it. We get more fights. I mean, what, yeah, what can we really complain anything, about? Anything to get more good boxing on. I right. Mean, but I, I was I hold my breath. When he says monster shows, yeah. I hold my breath. Basically. But to him, I mean, he if you listen to him, a monster show is what he's going to put on in Newcastle with Josh Kelly yeah. against Highland, which, I mean, come on. We know this. So I think for us, we understand how he speaks and we can roll our eyes when he says certain things. Yeah. I mean, my wife will tell you that whenever she, he, she hears Hearn speak, every fight is the biggest fight in the world. Yeah. So he's the, <laughs> the hype machine. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so we could just got to move on from that. Yeah. So uh, Jason, we're gonna wrap on one, to the. One, one, okay. so one thing, one thing I have to say before I go is mm-hmm. he's definitely doing better than Frank Warren anyway. Yeah, I think, Frank Warren's dead, man. I mean, I think that's harsh. He's I not. I wouldn't say he's yeah. dead. I think the thing is deep down, Jason. I think the problem is he's done this deal. He smashed Frank Warren. That's no doubt. He might even have to maybe work with Frank Warren, maybe, but I doubt but before it. the deal. But before the deal, I mean, if you take Joshua out and maybe a Khan, trust me, they're not that far apart, mm. really and truly. Frank Warren's still doing his thing. Yeah. yeah the I problem mean, with the, Frank... the platform of Box Nation, I thought, was a very good idea it's as good, well. Yeah. The prob- I mean, you're getting boxing all over the world. Exactly. And the problem with, for me, and I think that's a good win for Frank Warren, I think the problem is he has to obviously compete with Sky Sports. Um, but I don't, I don't, I don't rule Frank Warren out at all. I think he's got a good stable. You look at Yard, Dubois, mm. obviously Selby. Right. I, 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 I like some of the guys that he's got. Um, D, obviously, D, D. he brought over Gavonta Davis. So, but yeah, yeah, that's true. So yeah, so we leave you to it. But can't listen, forget Billy and Billy Joe Billy Saunders. Joe. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. With the top so band guys, we're gonna exactly. get ready to start winding Thank the you, show bro. down. Just cover up a few things. News of the week. We've got Jared Hurd. Calling out Kel Brook for murder on Twitter, <laughs> 154 pounds. I think Brook should take that fight and then retire because he'll be sucking <laughs> after that fight. Canelo uh, or Clenelo, Clenbutero, Clenelo has been stripped from the WSBC rankings following his failed drugs test, and we're all gonna we covered it already. Eubanks possibly going to replace Groves in the WBSS final. I mean, in terms of this whole Canelo, I mean, is he shot? Is he, is, is he shot? Is that? Is that? Do you think? I do don't think, think he so. Can, I, I mean, he can. He can. Build. I read somewhere. I think Victor Conte, who they say is the uh, top dog okay. when it comes to drugs and steroids yeah. and okay. sport and stuff, so he is one who invented most of these steroids anyway. So okay. he knows what is good and what is bad. And apparently, yeah. apparently, they said they did a hair follicle test, mm. 
which is more conclusive than mm -hmm. a urine sample, okay. even more conclusive than a blood sample. Okay. And he said that what he said was what he had in him was consistent mm -hmm. with contaminated meat. Mm. But it's the period of time you do the hair follicle test as well. Mm. I'm not the an expert follicle, on this. Yeah, the hair follicle test that he's done, the arguments are that he'd done it at such a point in time that it would have cleared out from his system by then. You know. Well, I think what I said, the hair, the hair follicle test can go back for a longer period than the uh, urine yeah. sample. Yeah. Hey, listen, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a chemist. I just want to do a smoke yeah. my weed and chill, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, so listen, last one quickly before we go. Um, Rumours that Joshua's going to sign a hundred million extension with Matchroom um, to his contract extension. Um, quick answer and tell me your thoughts. Should he sign or should he go out and look for another promoter? Well, man, hundred million is a lot of money, you know. And it's supposedly over three fights, three fight deal, three fight yeah, deal. Yeah. I mean, look, to be honest. To be honest, where he is now, if he was me, I'd go independent, mate. Exactly. Well, let me tell you something, right? Sky are probably making a billion, mm. right? Because mm -hmm. what they're going to do, listen, each time he's fighting, the fight's shown in 120 odd countries. Mm. Even if each country paid a million pounds, that's 130 million pounds of fight. Mm. That's not what's going to happen. Each mm. country's going to pay at least three to five million, mm. right? So each fight is probably generating half a billion. Mm. He needs to just think to himself, right, you know what? This, I want I'm a gonna piece do, of the pie. I want to do this myself. Or if it was me, I'd do a deal. I'd say, look, I want this 100 million, no doubt. But I want 25 to 30% of all the other income that gets generated. And they would have to take it. From what, from what I've heard, it's... Uh, 100 million as a basic. Mm, okay. So it just makes me wonder uh, why is it as a basic now that his contract is coming to an end? What he was getting 15, 20 million a fight, which is, I mean, come on, by any stretch of imagination, fraction. that's mm. a hell of a lot of money. But I think when Al Heyman just raised his head, mm. then AJ's head was spun. Yeah. And what I've been told basically, again, was that uh, Al Heyman was using Wilder as bait to get to uh, AJ because he wants him. Yeah, I, I mean, That's I can tell you for a fact, I mean... So Eddie had to stump up 100 million over three fights, 33 million per fight, basically. Jeez. <laughs> I mean, I can tell you, I've witnessed it with my own eye. Sam Watson, a guy we know, obviously the man everybody knows in terms of boxing, He's got. he goes after... When he's in London, I've been around, I've introduced... He, he, wants, to, he wants to AJ. He knows that that brings huge amount yeah. of money financially to the US um, and you know when they did the Mayweather um, McGregor promo yeah he saw Joshua's people and they were talking and mm -hmm. they obviously went over to Vegas so yeah you're right they definitely want him um, I don't know I have to say if I was Joshua I think if I was him I think he looking at they, how they did the Joshua and the Coley Chamberlain promo I think he's got AJ boxing he wants to really live that build off that but I don't think he's ready I think he still needs a bit more experience I think he doesn't have the right knowledge um, I don't think he has the right team around him so if I was two in, words I was doing a Al three fight Heyman yeah but does <laughs> Al Heyman know the UK and that's the thing I think deep down they want to stay in the UK because you're looking at stadiums I think I think they, there is something which I can't argue with there is something iconic about 78,000 there is something stadiums. iconic about that but, but what I'm there's something more iconic about 50 million yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in that bank account say, yeah, what I was going to say is you know yeah he should probably stay with the existing model all I'm trying to say is 
there is a lot about, more money in that yeah. pie and he needs to and, and he will get it yeah and that's so my point if is, more, is going they will shit to he bricks should, he should yeah. he should do a short you know? he should do a short deal so not a three fight a two fight deal the value is still there um, and I think then he, in, in that time he should be looking to build his team and I'm sure he probably is he um, probably is I mean AJ I think, promotion has been going on now for I a mean, year or so I mean to be honest he's yeah. making so much money right if he was smart he's got so much money he needs to be investing in top notch TV execs mm. he should get recruitment firms that say I want this what do I need for a successful team I need a media exec someone who's got experience that's worked in Sky or mm. massive media but companies me, uh, you see what I'm yeah. he gets to get four or five people he's like got that. matron people with him yeah. <laughs> well the <laughs> thing is well, I, well, that's, yeah. and that's what he, that's his mo- unfortunately well, exactly. that's his model but that's his model if you look at the guys that have worked with him actually they worked for the firms that represented him. Then when he says, look, this is, we're doing our own thing. Do you want to come? That's what they've done. Um, but, and that's what it's, but to going back to your point, I do think this is something they should be thinking about with all the belts. Cause I think once he's got all the belts, his independence, as you're saying, is no, there's, there's, there's a massive shadow in the horizon. Once you've got all the belts, that massive shadow is still Tyson Fury because Tyson Fury, irrespective yeah. of what people may say about him, nobody beat him. Yeah. And, uh, to be, Tyson Fury would say with a lot of legitimacy that I'm the world heavyweight champion. Tyson Which Fury is the man, trust me. Yeah, 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 yeah but I get that. But the market of where Joshua doesn't give a fuck about that. that. Yeah. He's yeah. making so much money. Do you think he really gives a no, shit? I, no, I think Joshua gives a shit about his legacy. I think yeah, he does. But man, come on. Right now, I think money's probably more, yeah, far yeah, more yeah, important than legacy. Yeah. 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 And what I'm going to say is 95% of AJ fans are casuals who don't have a clue about As little as that. Yeah, but one defeat and all this can change yeah and I, and I always said I always maintain this so. I think Tyson Fury will beat him mm. I think Tyson Fury will give him a boxing I mean, you know what? Him school him yeah. Yeah. no and doubt it's, it's not yeah. the, the thing is I, it's hard to really the Tyson Fury that beat Klitschko and that's the big thing I think you have to say when you say that the Tyson Fury that beat Klitschko can beat him but will we see that Tyson yeah. Fury I, I think so and yeah. we don't, I don't I, know I, 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 think I believe so. we will do yeah? I believe he, we will he's do. got himself in, in good shape again I think he's got that bit between his teeth again, and trust me. Like, yeah, I I mean, people always say, look at Muhammad Ali when he came back. He, he wasn't the same in the sense mm. that his movement wasn't there, but Ali was so fleet-footed yeah. that he was like a gazelle. But you know what the difference is with, like a, with Ali? Ali, in my opinion, wasn't doing cocaine. He wasn't taking He wasn't drugs. doing that. Yeah. So, and that's where, it's, for me, it's the lifestyle. So I always looked at, I mean, and we know now Hatton is miles way below uh, Mayweather but I used to always just say listen these guys this guy is not on his level because when he's out of camp he's just too he's out, out of shape it, yeah. and he's trying to fight so while Fury's fighting to get fit Joshua's just fighting just maintaining to get fit. It. yeah so I don't know so I don't know but I agree with you he's got the skill set too but it's if the same one. I mean Fury didn't he had good footwork sorry about that man. he yeah, had, yeah, he had good right. foot. he had good footwork but he wasn't a dancer like Ali was or yeah. anything like that I mean, nobody else is put mm. it this way so I think his boxing IQ is mm. what does it because I mean I would say anyone who is a boxing historian like Fury mm. is and yeah. eats, lives and breathes boxing mm. not just okay maybe doesn't train it basically yeah. but eats burgers and mm. thinks of boxing, boxing yeah. you will always going to have that but it's going to be trouble yeah. if you know your boxing history if you know yeah. your, I mean, what it, Garvey, if you know your roots you yeah. know where you're coming come from, from basically yeah, yeah, yeah that's exactly yeah. what it so is D, last point to you before we close out um, yeah talking about this subject yeah, yeah. Tyson Fury all day. All day, yeah? Every day. (laughs) Like, I mean, that's my opinion. Light work. (laughs) One final thing, big shout out to Marco Diego as well. 
Daniel representing the Marco there. Diego in That's the building. It. That's it. Big up all the man them you're not sure about. You don't know about Marco Diego. Check it out on Instagram. Instagram. I'm sure the website's coming up soon as well. Um, but I appreciate that. So, guys, listen, thank you for calling in. Um, guys, thank you for coming down to the studio. Listen, it's been fun. Thank you for really having enjoyed us. that, man. Thank, thank you for having us. So, welcome back. Um, now you know where the place is. You guys, welcome back. Definitely get you back in the studio. Um, in them, uh, Raps on TV, yeah, so where can everyone find that? Everyone, guys, check out our website, www.rapsontv.com. Check out the Facebook page. And obviously on Twitter, face, uh, Raps on TV. Perfect. So, guys, enjoy all the fights this weekend. Um, make sure you call in next week. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube. Download an Instagram. Download and, iTunes, and share. Download and, and share.